Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Open Mic. We're so glad you're here with us today. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Do the same thing on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Wherever you're watching or listening, we just want to say welcome. I'm here. Uh, I'm Logan. This is Jared and Coco. We're glad you guys are here today. How y'all doing? I'm doing so good. Great. We're here. Good. You're doing it. I love it. We're doing it. Um, we are going to be talking today about the best ability is availability. Maybe the best title we've ever had of yeah. a podcast. That's really good. The best ability is availability. And so go ahead, Coco, kind of start us off on what do we even mean by the best ability is availability? Man, well, I think a lot of people are uh, wanting to have opportunities. They want that like dream job. They want that uh, you know, I want to be the person on stage. I want to be the person that has like the main thing. Um, but you don't just like get there like one one day. You just like, and I have all these opportunities. I think um, really it when we're talking about this topic, it's like we are looking for people who are willing to say yes even to the small things and being obedient to God when He's like, hey go open the store for somebody. Hey, go clean this up. Hey, go do this. Um, And I think all of us want to uh, accomplish something, do something with our lives. Uh, But I think those small steps of obedience is what makes it, is is huge. Um, So that kind of... Just being obedient, being available in in the small things. And uh, Coco, what was your dream job when you were a kid? Did you have like a dream job? Um, I wanted to do something with business, actually. Okay. My business, Coco. I know. Coco. That's aunt... why you're always dressed so business professional. <laughs> There's Logan and I in some sweat, old my... sweatshirts. <laughs> my aunt was like a businesswoman. She had a briefcase, and so I loved that. Man, I was yeah. like, I can have a briefcase. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> I don't briefcase. want a briefcase now. Jared, did but... you have a dream job? Uh, I don't know. I still like even cornerback for even the, now, the St. Louis Rams. No, I want to play second base for the Cardinals. Uh, second base because sounds a little easier than shortstop. Uh, didn't work out, but I still get to hang out. Yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't work out at all. But um, yeah, because you have to like play baseball and stuff to do that. Mm-hmm. They did, they didn't call me into my mid twenties and thirties to um, just come play for them. So, but, but they if have a. You would have been available. I, I, hey, they were, Ooh. So. willing and available, and uh, if. Yeah, I, I if I could, they have a they have an opening for the manager's position right now. I might send in a resume or two and see what happens. So, uh, so yeah. anyways, on availability, then Jared, <laughs> why is availability the best ability? Mm. Availability is the best ability because um, God's equipped everyone so uniquely, mm-hmm. um, and availability is something that everyone can have. Um, not everyone can be every position, like not every person is equipped to do everything. Um, not every person is maybe, uh, uniquely equipped to do everything. I think we're equipped with the Holy Spirit to do, you know, what the Bible tells us that we can do. But when you look at like all the things that need to be done or something, it's like so much of what we see in like church world is we just need people. We need yeah. people that are willing. that are willing. We need people that have a great spirit and have a great attitude and are willing to help. And um, really, what what kind of the the thought of this is is just the power of showing up. Yeah. Yes. Um, you don't have to have all the talent in the world. I probably used the wrong term earlier to say equipped. Yeah. Probably talent is is the is the the right word. That you don't have to have every unique talent to be someone who shows up consistently. And we see that with the internship. There are interns who crush it mm-hmm. that 
what's their superpower? Availability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They show up. Mm-hmm. They are there. They're ready, willing, and able. Right. And what that doesn't mean is that you're just like uh, a doormat. And when mm-hmm. somebody asks you something, you're going to do it every time. There's yeah. an appropriate place for boundaries and yes. saying no and understanding how you need time and you need time with the Lord and time with friends and stuff like that. But yeah. there is a power in, especially when you're in a situation and somebody goes, hey, that needs to be done, of going, yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. Or just doing it yourself before nothing ever needs to be addressed. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking as we were getting started with this, pretty much all three of us, but but thinking about you two, what was your intro to, to ministry like? Mm. Did you apply for a job here? Um, what what was that like for you when you did you did you seek out this job? What did it yeah. look like? It, can I, I, Jared? You're always reading my mind, and uh, I was I actually wanted to kind of tell this like. I'm so thankful because I love to, like, I get to preach at young adults, you know, and so however many times a semester I get to do that, and I love doing it, and and I'm so thankful to be able to do that, and that is a position that I hold that I do not take lightly. I'm very thankful for it, but I I think that there's, you know, this for me in, in our career path, right, this is something that I always longed to do, that I wanted to do. But I think sometimes people see that and it's like, okay, how did you get there? Well, I got there by saying yes to doing maybe even some things I didn't want to do, but I was available to do. I was available to lead a small group. I was available to teach in some settings which weren't like, you know, speaking to a huge crowd. I was available to say yes in serving behind the scenes in those things. And because of that, that uh, availability, and I'm not pumping myself up because my parents really set the tone for this for me um, in my life, but my best ability really was my availability. And I would say this as well, it's hard to truly know what you're talented at and what you're good at if you've not tried a lot of different things. And so yeah. I would say in my kind of intro to ministry, which is now my career, which hasn't been my career uh, fully for that long, it was by saying yes to a lot of different things um, and finding your gifting. Coco, how would you add to that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think, Logan, really quick back to your story. I think your story is so powerful because um, you literally were a teacher. And yet you would come up every Tuesday. We'd do FaceTime calls and we had really efficient meetings uh, because we, we were on a schedule. But um, I would be in the in the ball closet at my school. With <laughs> the a, bell would ring. Yeah. We'd have to be done. Um, but I love that story because that is such an example of you just saying like, hey, like I'm so invested into the mission of what God is doing in the church that I'm going to give up my Tuesday, my extra time that I have because it's so worthwhile. And we believe that with all of our heart. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're super passionate about this, like being willing, because we believe that like the joy of the Christian life is found in serving. And so when we are like, we are created to serve God. And so when we say, Hey, I'm going to just say, God, like whatever you want me to do, I will, I will say yes to. And so when we like have the attitude of like, whatever you want, God, I'll do. When someone comes up to us and says, Hey, will you lead this small group? It's not a, nah, I don't have time. It's like, well, actually I already told God I would do what he wants me to do. Seems like this might be something that God would want me to do. So it's just like, it opens our eyes to a whole new like world of opportunity. Um, but to my story, I, I remember I was leading the greet team before I worked on staff here. And I was like, am I, how in the world and like, what am I doing? But I would just come up and help with whatever. And, um, cause I loved it and I was super excited about it. And through that, like God provided a way and really changed my heart, uh, to what he wanted me to do with my life. And so, um, I'm super grateful for those times where it was like, 
no, like I get to do this. Like I get to come and and do this and I and I just loved it. And so I think just being willing and available and ready and telling like the people that are leading like, hey, like I, I would love to help and like do it. Yeah. We have people that are like, hey, I'll, I'll love to help. Yeah. And they're like, hey, can you do it? They're like, no, I can't. <laughs> and uh, But when we're looking for people to give opportunities to, the people we want to give opportunities to are the people who are like actually there and show up and have a sweet attitude and are like, hey, like I am invested. Yeah, I think of Colossians 3.23, work willingly at whatever yes. you do as if you're working for the Lord and not for people, you can yeah. be available and not really have a willing spirit about yeah. you. And so I would say this, like, just as you all, some of y'all are in your first job, some of y'all are well into your career field, some of y'all are just in college, just being like, being available and showing up on time. I know we're hitting on that. Showing up on time, doing what you said you were going to do and being available mm -hmm. is such an asset. And then mm -hmm. doing it with a good attitude. And then as yeah. far as being a good coworker, being a good friend, a good uh, husband, father, whatever it is, is being available. Now, there's definitely a time to have boundaries, Absolutely. 100%. And I've had, that's something I've had to get better at. But like, I want my coworkers to feel like they can come to me with something because they know that I'm available. I'm concerned about the overall mission mm -hmm. and God's overall plan for us rather than just my own plans. And yeah. so I, I would say that, Jared, it looks like you got something There's, uh, ready. Yeah, well, when Jesus tells the parable of the talents, um, he gives different people different amounts of money and has them go and do something with it. And the one who does something good with it, he tells them, well done, good and faithful servant, which is interesting because that's what it says that he will tell the faithful when they enter into the gates of heaven. Um, but then he says, you have been faithful over a little, and I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. So like there, there's this theme in the Bible of like small obedience leads to bigger things. And, and I think sometimes we're just, we're not willing to put up with the small obediences and we see the big thing you see whatever position you aspire to or whatever activity you aspire to, whether it's a promotion or being on stage or leading something or you know, just whatever that might be, you look at that and you don't always see the work that that person's put in to be there. And there are dangers of like the person who hasn't put in the work but has the talent, mm -hmm. the great mm -hmm. speaker who, man, he's, we got to put him on stage. Yeah. He's so good, but doesn't have the character, hasn't put mm -hmm. in the time, doesn't have the, the small obediences. Well, that's going to crumble and it's going to crumble fast. And we've seen that um, with some things. But, but I think there's some pieces to like, man, there's no piece of obedience. We said this last night in the message that there's no piece of obedience too insignificant. Yeah. I don't think that God looks at like the, the things that we view as small in the Bible and goes, you're good on that. You got to pass. I think he looks at him and he's like, I told you to do it. And you don't even, you actively said, I'm going to set that to the side and not obey it. So when I come to God and go, God, I had this big dream. He goes, I have something small that you could do today, mm. but you're not willing to do that. The so until steps. you're willing to do that, that may not happen for you. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's a reality of like, man, you want the promotion, but you won't show up to your job on time. Mm. Yeah. You want to be, to have great friends around you, but you won't go be a great friend to the people around you. Mm. Th th that's so good. I think, can I, let me jump on this for a second, <laughs> is that a lot of times, you, like community is something you have to be available for. And sometimes yeah. availability looks like you're being the one who initiates it. You know what I mean? And oh, so yeah. if you're constantly like, well, no one asked me to do anything. It's like, oh well, yeah, because mm -hmm. like 
You've got to go, and that's a side note. We could do one on community, too. Can I give one example? This is, you got it. This is from my, coach, my time coaching freshman football, which is very important. You know, everyone cares about freshman football. But there's so often, it was like you had someone that was pretty talented, and, uh, you, you know, someone gets hurt, whatever. You're needing to throw somebody in there, mm-hmm. into a spot. It maybe wasn't what you planned for. But you've got Jimmy over there on the bench drinking a Gatorade, and he's over there waving at his mom, and you need someone right now. So you, throw, you just throw some random kid in there, and, you're, and guess what? They might make a play or whatever, and then next thing you know is like they have earned that position, earned that spot. Why? Because they were doing what they were supposed to. They were standing next to me on the sideline. I throw them in, and that's like a silly example, but, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really practical. Be ready. You know what I mean? Do all the things prepare for like the job that you want to have so that when you have the opportunity, you've already had that mindset of I'm preparing like it's already, I'm going to have that opportunity no matter what. Mm -hmm. I think one of the ways that we can like practically put this to practice as far as like um, being available is like serving, Mm -hmm. like literally get on a team and show up to when you're scheduled Um, because we have some people who are on our teams that we know are there every single Tuesday for us on Sunday mornings, every, you know, every Sunday they're scheduled. And we look at those people and we're like, I can call on them and like, I can give them an opportunity because they've been, um, available this whole time and they've been willing this whole time. And even if they're scared to do something new, they're like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And that's such a cool thing. Cause we're like, cool. We're going to keep giving them opportunities because they're willing, they're available. And so I think that's huge. And we, we work with our interns here too. And so when we think about our interns, I think of like the people who we want to get as interns are the people who are willing and like ready. And they're like, I've been serving and now I want to take that to another level. And we're like, cool, like jump on the team. But for the people who are like, listen, I've never done this before. I've never served. It's hard for us to be like, yeah, come on, be on the team. It's like, well, let's wait and like, let's see some faithfulness first. So I think it's just super important. Like it's so, I want to say easy, I know it's not always easy. Simple. Simple yeah. to um, to be like, hey, like I'm going to commit to serving once a month, twice a month, whatever it may be. But that goes back to the point that we made it, or that I made at the beginning, is that like I I never felt like I was super talented at one thing. Felt like I was a jack, jack of, all, of trades, all trades, master of none. <laughs> And and that's like I I feel like that's that's me to a T. You are you are the most equipped dad that I know. Oh, like, true. I what? can I can figure anything out in a short <laughs> amount of time and make it seem like I yeah. know what I'm doing to, I, my, to a five year old. So it, that's that's my standard. You're doing good. But I I've always felt like what I what I saw modeled in in like my parents. My parents are extremely hard workers. My dad gets up at 3.30 most days to get Oof. to his job. Some of y'all out there wow. listening are going to bed about this. Yeah. In high school, there were times that I was opening the door and my dad was opening <laughs> it from the other side, and it was like, have a good day at Did work. Did you not have a curfew? We'll talk about that <laughs> in a different podcast. Um, I have to call Daphne. But, but my dad, my parents are some of the most faithful, hardworking people in the world, and they've had awesome, incredible, like, faith community. They, they have loved serving through hard times and difficult ones. I use them as an example all the time. Um, they will have been married in December for 38 years, and they have been serving in their kids' ministry since before they were dating. That's how they found each other. Wow. And to me, it's like... So if you're trying to get married... So serve in a kids' ministry. Um, but to me, it's like such a cool thing to see that, one, they're consistent, and they don't sit there and struggle with like, well, what's my purpose? What am I? They're like, they're in. They love what they get to do. Yeah. Um, they have some community with where they get to serve, and it's such a cool thing. Um, but I always felt like 
I mean, I can't do that much. I don't know if I can go do that thing, but I can show up. I can try mm-hmm. it. And I feel like I got kind of got that from my parents of like, you may not be the most equipped person, but you can help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see somebody lifting a chair, you can go help lift that chair. You may not know where they're going with it. You may not know the layout, but you can go yeah. with them. And I think about that, in, and as we kind of start to wrap up a little bit, um, I think about that in relation to the disciples. When you read through the Gospels, yes. the disciples were some of the most foolish people. You read about Peter, and you're like, what a dummy. <laughs> and there's times that you look at him, and you're like, the dude just straight up didn't get it. <laughs> like, when Jesus is, like, getting ready to be arrested, to be taken, Peter's, like, pulling out a knife and cutting a dude's ear off. Jesus is getting ready to tell them about, like, his last moments, and they're like, Jesus, who's going to sit on your mm-hmm. right and you're left in heaven. Like, they just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. But what their power was is that they showed up. Yeah. They, they followed Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the same analogy and example that we have as we follow Jesus is like, you don't have to have every answer. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have every ability or talent, but you could show up and yeah. say, God, I'm going to follow you today. Yeah. with whatever that looks like, with whatever that sounds like. And then to see what God did with the disciples, that they were the people that he said, all right, I'm entrusting the ministry to you. And it worked. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about it 2,000 years later because people kept showing up. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just question, like, what are we doing that are we really showing up in the same way? Because I want to see the same power. Mm-hmm. I want to see the same movement that they saw in Jerusalem that they w- mm-hmm. took all over the world to Springfield. Yeah. The same amount of obedience showing up. And I think it's important to note, Peter, he, he denied Jesus three times. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up again, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he didn't let his failure. So if you're out there and you're like, man, I've really botched some things in this area. It's never too late to start, you know? And God will help you in that journey. And so, man, the best ability is availability. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Open Mic.